Welcome to the Yanagita Podcast Show, episode 31. Yeah. I got a special guest today. I got a friend and longtime friend now, like yeah. three years, we just said, right? A picture. Yeah. Actually, a little longer than that. Longer then. than that. So, mm-hmm. we got Michelle. She got her NASM, the National Academy of Sports Medicine, yeah. nutrition certification. Congratulations. Thank you. And we're diving right in. Yeah. So, I'm curious, like, how did you get started in that? Because that's a very particular area right right yeah um, do you want to go down the long road or the quick road <laughs> yeah let's do that either one yeah um, so originally I had studied nutrition in college so I went to my college for dietetics and nutrition um, long story short I ended up going into athletic training so it kind of took me down a different road I veered away from nutrition and into taping ankles and and helping people out with the athletic system Uh, But it wasn't what I wanted to do, Mm -hmm. ultimately. So Mm -hmm. I ended up getting kind of skewed off track and um, somehow got sucked into hotel management. So it took some time. I took some time off from nutrition. And then when COVID hit, I, you know, had been working out a bunch and really like having the time to prep my meals and getting Mm -hmm. back into nutrition. And I was feeling good. And I was like, wow, all these people are just sitting at home eating junk food and, Mm -hmm. and feeling like crap ultimately and like you know just giving everything away just Mm -hmm. to just to sit on their couch and eat bad and I was doing the complete opposite so I was like I feel really good this is the best I've ever felt which Mm -hmm. is funny because in a COVID world everyone else is kind of doing the opposite Mm -hmm. so I had all this downtime and I started to think like what could I do with my time and so I just started studying nutrition and I was like okay hold on. (laughs) I'm reigniting the fire and this is exactly what I want to do. I want to help people understand nutrition and how to get to the next level and how to incorporate it with your life and really like be just full circle nutrition, fitness and and answer any questions that people might have about like where to begin and Mm -hmm. and how to go from there. So I took my NASM certification in September, so not too long ago, Um, but I'm always, you know, I I don't know everything about nutrition, but that's the thing about nutrition is you're always learning, so Mm -hmm. I'll continue to learn and we'll see what happens. That's incredible. Everyone's probably curious, why the NASM, the NASM? Because I I went through Mm -hmm. NASM NASM certification as well. Right. So what what drew you to that nutrition? Well, I did look at a few different ones. Mm -hmm. So I enrolled in NASM because I heard, you know, I did the reviews and stuff, and I heard it was Mm -hmm. something that you can do in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, let me dive into this, and if I can do it in a short amount of time and retain information, then Mm -hmm. that's great. But, of course, with nutrition, there's so much information out there. Mm -hmm. So... I did the NASM and I also enrolled in precision nutrition. Mm. So I have that in the works as well. So I haven't completely finished it, but I'm studying that. And along with NASM, I did a health mindset certification. So it kind of gave this. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I fully submerged myself and I just like, I just wanted to keep learning. But to hear the psychological side of nutrition was something that I had never really like dove into. So that was extremely interested to see how like you can self-sabotage yourself and how Mm. your mindset can affect your physical fitness and Mm. your goals and and that all really made a connection so it's it's funny that your diet your nutrition Mm. and your fitness all come from a mindset mindset yes so super good stuff um i did that with dr kesey joe ordivis and she does some podcasts and stuff like that too um but she's super knowledgeable Mm -hmm. from raleigh north carolina like super cool girl oh my gosh this is really cool michelle it's like it's like a different version of michelle i mean totally crazy because you've always been high energy and you go 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 and go giver and 
this is really cool now so yeah nutrition yeah i feel like my energy is going in the right place now Mm because you know before i've had jobs where i hated it and i was giving all my energy to my work and Mm -hmm. my job and it's just not fulfilling Mm -hmm. and so i was like how can i get out of the covid world and fulfill myself and that's why nutrition was so important to me so we'll we'll see i'm I'm on a mission yeah i love it and (laughs) yeah you know, before we go into our uh, audience's questions, if you guys got questions, send them to Yanagita Podcast at gmail.com yes. or leave them in the comments. Subscribe. Man, come on, support you guys. Support us. Support local. Yes. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the questions, mm-hmm. like, it's just so crazy because I just want to acknowledge that, yeah. Michelle, because you, I remember you doing marathon running. Oh, yeah. I, I remember you doing all kinds that. of stuff, <laughs> yeah. green juices, and all these different things. Yeah. And, and, and we so met at Ka'ahu Manu. Yes. Was it through Tony? Through Tony, yeah. Tony who Bohas? actually, Shout I think, just out. connected us again. Just connected <laughs> us again, Tony. She is a master connector. We got we to gotta get Tony here, man. Yeah, Tony we, Rojas, when you're oh, watching yeah. this, shout yeah. out. Come on. <laughs> we got to get her in here. We got to get her in here. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I was running. I think the last time I was here, when I was doing your classes, mm-hmm. I was running. And I lived close by, so I would run past right. during the That's classes. That's right. Um, yeah, that was a whole another realm of, um, we can get into that later. Um, but yeah, how I was running too much, um, not fueling adequately and, and ended up going to the hospital and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's another fuel source for, so could you go into it? Cause that's something that people might be interested. Yeah. Actually, it's funny you say that. Um, so what happened, yeah. I was running. I was marathon training. Uh-huh. Um, so I had a very physical job. I worked for a private owner that owns out here in Hawaii. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, and so I had a physical job. I would clean their house. I would do all of their um, like maintenance, property management, full circle. And you know, I would do that, and then I would get off of work, and I would go run 6, 12, sometimes 15 miles. 15 miles. Yeah, sometimes That's at the crazy. peak of training, I would run 15 miles in the heat. I'm talking like 90 degree summer heat, humidity after work. So I was just burning out, stress just piling on. I thought running was my outlet from stress, wow. but I didn't realize it then, but it was just adding to all my stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so one day I was at work. I think it was like around Thanksgiving time at this point, about like a month before my first marathon. And I was at work and I was walking up the steps and like my whole legs and my arms went numb. And I thought, oh "Oh my God, oh my God, I pushed myself too hard. I'm having a heart attack and went into full panic mode. And I drove myself to the hospital and I was on the way to the hospital and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I think this is it. I I think I've overdone it. I don't know what to do. So I get to the hospital, they take your blood work, you know, they pump you with an IV and everything. And they say, well, all we can say is like, take some potassium and, and don't run for a while. And so I was like, okay. Um, but then I ended up going to a doctor mm. and a doctor was like, you should get an MRI. You should like try to go on you know, these different medications. Um, you know, the first thing that doctors think of is medication mm-hmm. and all that. Um, so yeah, I was like, no, no, I don't think that's it. And my boyfriend at the time had said, you know, he was a triathlete and he was like, I can tell you right now what you're doing wrong is you're not eating enough. Mm. And I was like, but I don't understand, like I'm eating a good amount of food and I'm running, like how can I eat more and not gain weight? That mm-hmm. was like, didn't make sense to me in my mind, right? And he was like, just trust me, you need to fuel yourself for these workouts. And so 
I stopped running and I started like lifting weights and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I went back to the doctor. I did, you know, like follow up visits and stuff. And they're like, okay, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm feeling better. Like I'm fueling mm -hmm. myself, I'm hydrating. I'm feeling better. Um, and I ended up doing like physical therapy for a few months because I was like, I don't understand why my arms and legs went numb. Like mm. that's really what was making and, me. And then what did they say? It was, well, this is funny. So it was stress. Oh. It was all the stress on my body. And the funny thing that I learned about nutrition is that stress comes in the form of not nourishing yourself enough. So mm -hmm. that's a stressor on your body. Stress in general, like the stress of your daily life is stress, not mm -hmm. sleeping well not hydrating, not resting, not recovering. That's all stressors on the bot on the body. So what happened, I like after I had gotten over this like hump of rehydrating and, and feeding myself correctly, which um, I did through macro stacks, which we can again get into later, mm -hmm. um, I had posted something on social media and I said, this is what happened to me. You know, the moral of the story is don't stress yourself out because mm -hmm. this is what happens. Like these are the ways your body can respond to stress. Mm -hmm. And I had so many people reach out to me and say similar things have happened to me. And I had no idea, you know, that's like not the kind of response that I normally get from my social media mm -hmm. and people that I've known for years reached out to me and said, I know what you mean. Stress is a killer. Like mm -hmm. how did you overcome this? Mm -hmm. And so that's another reason why this nutrition was so important to me because then I realized like, there are other people out there going through this mm -hmm. that don't know how to navigate it. And so for me to now have the knowledge, like I see it every day at work now, people mm -hmm. are just so stressed out, not eating right, just, you know, unhealthy. And I'm like, trust me, mm -hmm. these are the things like we need to look at. This is how you're going to move forward. And so just having that knowledge alone has really like, again, fueled the passion for nutrition. So that was more important than anything on this journey is to just be able to like show that to other people how to overcome it that's incredible yeah oh my god it was really scary it was a really scary time in my life because i really thought like maybe i'm sick you know like yeah. the doctor had mentioned like maybe you have ms or something and i was like mm. no i'm no, I'm, no. Right. <laughs> like you know like i refuse to accept that mm. and so like you know the the old saying uh, let food be thy medicine oh, yeah, and medicine yeah. be thy food mm -hmm. right and so I started to fuel correctly and month by month and like week by week my symptoms all just kind of faded away mm -hmm. and then I got rid of some stressors in my life I quit my job you know I walked away I changed some things and I know mm -hmm. everybody can't do that mm -hmm. so that was a very extreme measure but everything ended up working out and I haven't had a symptom since Damn. so I feel See, really incredible. good yeah, and wow. I, I really give that all to like the nutrition and, and mm -hmm. fueling myself properly. Wow. So, so people are dying yeah. to know, like, what are, what are you fueling yourself with? Now they're like, oh. what's the fuel? What's the fuel? <laughs> right? Because yeah. people can probably relate with the stress. Because I've checked myself in the mm -hmm. ER as well, too. And you have. Same thing. Um, and, wow. and there is massive anxiety attacks where yes. I just collapse. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and same Scary. thing. They would just give me uh, electrolytes and. Yep. Uh, even the most recent one, I checked myself in and they were like, oh, you just, you know, need electrolytes. Wow. I was like, got it. Electrolytes, right. you know, lemon, first, all that yeah. good stuff. And yeah, because you so, drink something every morning, right? Yeah, we'll do, do the lemon, lemon stuff. And I actually yeah. hadn't been doing it that okay. this period of life. Right. And that was most likely the reason why. Wow. So it's so crazy. It's like what you're saying, stuff. it's lifestyle, it's what you're powerful. putting in. The yeah. gas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you putting in good deal. gas or cheap gas? Uh, a little of both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, that's good a quality. thing too. Yeah, I think people think that 
because I'm in nutrition, I have like a perfect diet, which mm. I do not. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I try to eat as clean as possible. I try to eat fruits and veggies with mm -hmm. every meal, especially like dinner. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, I just eat what feels good for me. And mm -hmm. I think that's important for people to do too. Like don't try to just eat fruits and veggies and, mm -hmm. and try to be as clean as possible because if that doesn't work for you, then mm -hmm. it's never going to be something you can do long term. Long term. Right. So mm -hmm. even though like I'll say like on a day to day basis, I wake up, I have um, like an English muffin with peanut butter before mm -hmm. I do anything. Coffee, English muffin mm -hmm. wakes me up and then protein pancakes mm -hmm. I'll do um, with like a, a vegan breakfast patty or mm -hmm. a vegetarian breakfast patty, which mm -hmm. has like tons of protein in it. Um, I'll do a post um, workout smoothie or something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. and then throughout the day this is where I don't get many like I shouldn't get very much credit for this but I usually do like turkey pepperoni mm -hmm. and <laughs> some cheese sticks or something like that, that. sounds good something that you turkey can like pepperoni yeah it actually is really good wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know but I it's protein mm -hmm. and it's you know you get like you're full after yeah. eating it and I bring some cheese sometimes some crackers you know so it's yeah. not the best mm -hmm. but it's fuel and yep. I know that if I have that with me I'm not gonna get hungry right um, so usually I, I don't do a lot of processed food, but mm -hmm. there are definitely times when I do processed food. Mm -hmm. So I'm not perfect by any means. Mm -hmm. uh, I experiment with a lot of different foods, but really it's just, I eat kind of a boring diet now. It's kind of like <laughs> the same thing every day, but it's good. It works for me. So, you know, that's really the key to anything is like just doing the same thing and what works for you and mm -hmm. creating consistency and that's where the the success comes in that's so true yeah that's so true and like what you're saying it's uh mm -hmm. it's consistent and yeah. sometimes like what you're saying it's uh not the most sexy right. diet right yeah like even <laughs> for me pretty. too <laughs> like the majority of the time not every day of mm -hmm. course but maybe like 80 percent of the time 90 percent of the time it's just very simple oatmeal or something totally. in the morning yeah. uh and then or it'll be a protein shake and a banana with yeah. coffee mm -hmm. and then lunch will typically be like typical breakfast foods three yeah. eggs with three two eggs. slices of bread yes. right yep mm -hmm. and that's pretty much lunch and at midday i'll either have almonds a fruit or a protein shake yep. and then dinner is uh some starch carbs some yeah. veggies and like a piece of protein right so yeah. it's nothing Very too simple. crazy. Yeah, but you can sustain yeah. it. You yeah. can do it every day. Since uh, college. Yeah. So. so. And that's the key, consistency. Mm -hmm. So. Gosh, we're going to dive well, into takes. these questions. So, yeah, so, so people it. are always asking, Justin, mm -hmm. what is this whole ketogenic diet thing? Oh, I knew it was coming what, up. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? And of course, my thoughts are in the book, right? right. The Fighting mm -hmm. Sickness. Mm -hmm. It's in there. But people are curious, like, what are your thoughts on Oh boy. Um, yeah. So keto, I've had a few friends ask me that as well. Okay. And the first question I ask is why? And usually their response is, well, cause people are talking about it. And I'm like, but why do you want to do it? Do you want to give up carbs for the rest of your life and have under 50 grams of carbs and, and be able to navigate that the rest of your life? Mm. Then if you can, then go for it. Mm. But the thing with keto, people think keto makes you lose weight. And that is 100% incorrect. Mm -hmm. What makes you lose weight is a deficit. And you can get to a deficit by not eating carbs, mm -hmm. not eating fat, and just eating less in general. Mm -hmm. So the reason keto gets this good rap is because people are taking away their carbs. Mm -hmm. Carbs hold water. The nature of a carb is with water, mm -hmm. right? So your body stores all this water. And then when you go on keto and you take carbs out, you mm -hmm. immediately lose water weight. So people are like, this is great. You know, I'm losing weight. And then a month down the road, 
ask them how they're doing. And I bet they say, I'm tired, I don't have energy, mm. you know, my sleep is suffering. And you have to ask again, so why could that be? Mm. And so they're not fueling their body correctly. And they thought because they lost weight in the beginning that this is going to be what works for them. But all they lost is water weight. Mm. So there's a difference between losing weight and losing fat. And mm. that's exactly what they did was they lost weight mm. because they probably went to the scale and the scale changed. And they used that as their tool to navigate mm -hmm. their what they chose, you know, for keto. So. Mm -hmm. That's a big misconception, and I think for some people, for health reasons, they may need to do keto. Mm -hmm. um, but for the average day-to-day -day person, I don't feel there's any reason to do keto. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to lose weight, there's different ways to do it, and that comes in the form of adjusting your carbs and your fat and eating mm -hmm. enough protein. But as far as cutting out carbs just to, to lose weight really quick, I, mm -hmm. I don't think it's sustainable, and I don't yeah. think it's a good route to go for anybody, especially a young person that, you know, is just like, I want to try it to try it. Um, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. So I'm pretty, pretty stuck on that mentality. And I know a lot of um, like dietitians and people also are on that, but I know a lot of people that do it and mm -hmm. they swear by it. Mm -hmm. So that's true. And yeah. like, I, I pretty much see it like how you do basically yeah. where it's like a tool in the toolbox. Like, mm -hmm. Just like the same way with people swearing by kettlebell training right. or people swearing by uh, push or what do you call it? Calisthenics. Yeah. Yep. Or yep. people swearing by weightlifting. Yeah. You know, I, totally. I, I agree with all of them. Mm -hmm. It's like a tool in the toolbox, totally. just like uh, nutrition, like paleo, keto, mm -hmm. you know, plant based, all these. Because the theme of it all to do it healthy, just just to do a healthy keto. I typically see a lot of vegetables, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. That's the common thing. Water, right. vegetables, and protein. Right. Regardless of, like, whatever, you know, some, some are higher in fat, some are higher in carb. Right. And exactly. so it's just what, what you're saying, what we mm -hmm. can sustain long term. Yeah. I, I for sure cannot sustain keto long term. Oh, no. no. I, I did it in college, right? Because wow. I was, okay. once we were all 19, and mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get shredded. I'm gonna get right. six pack. Yeah, and I was all I, I, I was the lightest I was ever yeah. since uh, since I was a chubby kid. Mm -hmm. But then I had built some muscle, and then I right. had some abs popping. I was like, yeah, yeah. But then after <laughs> after like a couple months, I was like, ooh, I don't know if I can this keep going. Rad. No rice, right. uh, no rice, no potatoes. Mm -hmm. Minimal fruit. Fifty grams of yeah. carbs is rough. Fifty grams of carbs by I mean by That's... breakfast. I'm over that. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's funny um, because. As somebody who is small, I'm only like five feet mm -hmm. tall, and I eat over 200 carbs a day. That and sounds I can about tell right. You, yeah, yeah, I can tell you that I am the leanest and the fittest that I've ever been, and this is the most I've ever been eating. Mm. So carbs are not the enemy, and there's yes. a lot of carbophobes out there, um, yeah. but the carbs are not the enemy. It's yes. yourself that you're making yourself the enemy at mm. that point by getting rid of carbs and just you know, not giving them a chance and not understanding yeah. the whole concept of how to lose weight and how to do it properly. So, you're doing yourself an injustice, but <laughs> if it works, it works. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, that kind of goes into what you were saying about mm -hmm. the mindset side. Right. So can you walk us through that? Like you're mm -hmm. a little bit about mindset and our psychology. Yeah. psychology. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of the mindset stuff, um, there's something called a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And the whole concept is when you have a growth mindset, you're able to overcome obstacles. So like for an example, right? 
say somebody comes here to the gym and they are pumped to like work out with you. They're like, I'm going to go work out with Justin. I'm going to have a good workout. After this, I'm going to go fuel correctly. And then I'm going to go home and like, you know, not watch TV and read a book or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's one person. Imagine your next client comes into the gym and they have a fixed mindset and they're like, I'm tired from work. I'm over it. I don't want to work out. This isn't worth my time. I'm going to go home and binge ice cream and pizza because this day sucked and that's it. It's never, this is never going to work for me anyways. I'm just Mm. wasting my time. Mm. So really the mindset there, if you have a growth mindset, you're going to inevitably have a better workout Mm. because you're already in that positive thinking aspect Whereas the person with the fixed mindset might be the one that's shrugging around during the workout or kind of like the slower one in the warm up, And you can tell, you can see the difference, like Mm -hmm. the person who wants to do good and the person who's just given up. Mm. So that's one aspect of it. Um, The other psychological side is like the habits, habits that people create Mm. and habits that people don't realize that they're doing. So um, as far as like a habit example, let's say somebody like myself, honestly, um, goes to work all day, doesn't eat properly sometimes and comes home and just automatically grabs the cookie jar because they're so hungry at four o'clock and they can't wait for dinner and they just scarf down a bunch of cookies, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a habit that they have. The mindset and the, and the psychological side of this would be how do I break this habit? Because they can be doing everything right that day, right? They mm-hmm. came, they did your workout, they did great. They had a great day at work. They have this growth mindset, but then they get home and they sabotage themselves at four o'clock with a cookie jar every day. Mm -hmm. So the psychological side of things is being able to realize that your habits are setting you back. Mm. And so this person who goes and grabs the cookies every day, if one of the ways to break a habit is to create friction. Mm -hmm. So to be able to put that, let's say you put that cookie jar instead of in a reachable shelf, you put it on the top shelf. So now when you come home, it's not at your at ease, right? You can't just grab it off the shelf. So now it makes you think, why are my cookies not there? So then you have to then, let's say get a ladder to get up and then to get your cookies. So you have to think about that process. And so that's how you break like a habit. So the psychological part of all of this is just bringing the awareness to other parts of your life that don't involve like working out and and don't, involve um like necessarily your planned meals so these are things that you do just because you do them so being able to realize that you're doing them is breaking a barrier Mm. so it's very interesting yeah there's some really cool studies that are shared the coach that i um took the the certification with Mm -hmm. Um, she shares like tons of statistics and information about studies that have been done on how psychological factors come into play more than you would realize so Mm -hmm. super cool stuff yeah i like that whole friction thing yeah because it's almost like breaking any bad habit right right? of like Mm -hmm. people snoozing their alarm or anything like that like they're always recommending where you make Mm -hmm. it where it's not right Right, right within arm reach exactly across the room or something like this so you're forced to get up right it makes yeah. you think about it too like yeah. do i want to get up is it worth it yeah. and then why is it over there yeah <laughs> why, is <laughs> why, it are, over? why are my cookies across the room yeah exactly <laughs> so oh yeah goodness. it's it's some really interesting stuff and it um more than anything mm-hmm. what i learned is is to always ask questions mm. you know and for people to understand why they're doing something you really need to ask probing questions and and figure out 
you know, like, okay, let's say you, you know, you go to your workout and you had a bad workout. Mm -hmm. Why? Like, mm. why did you have a bad workout? Oh, because I had a stressful day at work. Well, why was your workday stressful? I'm kind of just going to there and that's how you get to the root of problems. Mm. And a lot of times with like nutrition coaching and, and nutrition, what we find is that nutrition isn't so much the problem it's all of these other things in their lives that are are the problem and mm -hmm. not being able to like realize the problems that are are lying within their lives but mm -hmm. asking these questions help people bring that awareness to them and they're like oh okay you're right like my day wasn't so bad or mm -hmm. tomorrow i'm gonna do this different because this ruined my day today mm. so little things yeah little things like that um that even i mean you and i can probably think of something today that we did that tomorrow we might not do so mm. i like that so it's yeah. like a it's like an overall lifestyle right like, I, I, exactly. I i really like that because just mm -hmm. like what you're saying exercise nutrition mm -hmm. sleeping recovering Oral, all like components mm -hmm. of the big picture lifestyle totally Dang. yeah it all encompasses like itself right and that's so true like what you were saying about if somebody had a bad workout let's just say mm -hmm. at five o'clock right and then the initial reason is oh well i had a rough day at work mm -hmm. but then mm -hmm. why like the probing point why did you have a rough day at right work? well you know uh my boss was doing this this and this mm -hmm. okay but why do you think your boss did x y and z without you know without right. blaming taking responsibility exactly. well i, I kind of came in late today and i, I probably was kind of disheveled because mm -hmm. i woke up late mm -hmm. oh why did you wake up late well i snoozed my alarm why did you snooze your alarm exactly well i stayed up watching netflix <laughs> Exactly. Oh, like exactly what you're saying. And then you find the root of the problem. That's the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's some yeah. deep stuff. Yeah. And it's I pretty like cool. That. It's really cool stuff. It really makes you think about your own life too. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of um, journaling that you can do to really figure out, you know, like, okay, how do I overcome all these issues and, mm -hmm. and that stuff. So, yeah, it was really great. Dang, Michelle. Super cool. <laughs> this is good, man. Like, okay, yeah. I want to take some questions from the audience now. Oh, okay. So, first question from mm -hmm. Caitlin. Oh. What are dairy substitution suggestions that also taste great? Um, well, it depends. So, mm -hmm. a lot of people lean to soy, like okay. soy milk, almond oh, yeah, milk, right. things like yes. that. They make soy yogurt now, but you have to be careful with that stuff because the point of yogurt for me is protein. And right. when they make soy and almond milk protein, there's really not a lot of protein and they put a lot of sugar in it. Mm. So you have to be kind of careful navigating that. Um, but otherwise, if you're trying to get, um, you know, I don't know what the point of or what she is using for dairy free, but um, other things are like, um, like tofu mm -hmm. right so if you want mm -hmm. like protein stuff like that um tofu anything soy all of that stuff so there's tons i mean they make almost everything lactose free dairy free that's true yeah so yeah. there's there's a lot really to have i guess the what i would ask her is what you're trying to substitute mm. and then i can give you a list of suggestions and things like that but almost everything I feel like these days is dairy free and lactose That's free, true. or they have a version of it. So. Right, like lactose free cheese or yeah, milk. Or right, they do like anything. vegan yeah. cheeses, yeah. yogurt. It's crazy, yeah. and it tastes actually pretty good. It's pretty freaking good, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, next one's from Asia. Oh boy. What are some tips about nutrition uh -huh. for longevity? Choose what works for you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you hate vegetables, then 
eat vegetables as much as you can, but don't force yourself to do it. Mm -hmm. Because if you have to force yourself, it's not going to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, just choose whole foods as much as possible. The, mo the more natural, the better. The more mm -hmm. plant-based, the better. Um, but as far as like overall nutrition, don't stress yourself out about it. Just mm. try to be more mindful of what you're eating. So if you're eating processed foods all the time, mm. try to take maybe one processed food out a day mm. and see where, where that, that gets you. And if you feel better, then you take two processed foods out a day and mm. go from there. Um, but yeah, the thing with nutrition is you can't really overstress mm. about, about it day to day because there's so many other things in our life that stress us out. Mm -hmm. So just really figure out what feels good for you. And for me, like I said, that's a good combination of like protein powders, processed foods, cheeses, meats, you know, whatever mm. it is, but I know I feel good. And I don't know how the longevity will work out, hopefully in my favor, mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, so far it's been working, so wow. yeah. See, that's incredible. And I'm guessing, like, I'm, I was just reading this question. It's kind of similar. Let me just read it. Okay. What are your suggestions or advice for someone who is completely new to eating healthy consistently? Oh. Would it be kind of like what you're saying? That remove yeah. one bad thing? and Precisely. Yeah. So the thing is, people try to do too much too fast. Mm. Right? So they're thinking January 1st, let's say, for example, New Year's comes around. I'm going to eat only vegetables and lean meats and yogurt mm. and then you're a week into it and you're like i can't stand this mm. and it's because you took away too much too fast so like i said before so if you're eating five processed meals a day try to do four and see how you feel and just make small increments and adjustments mm -hmm. as needed and you'll start to feel better mm -hmm. so you'll understand when your body when you start sleeping better when your day is more productive mm -hmm. you're gonna understand that okay these little changes are helping me so imagine how changing even more is gonna help me even more so mm -hmm. it's really your body will dictate how yes. you're feeling and and it will make the change and it will send sensors to your brain saying this makes me feel good keep yeah. doing this yeah. and that's really how you get to a sustainable version of of eating healthy mm -hmm. so small changes, small changes don't do anything too drastic yeah. um, and then just trust the process mm -hmm. i mean there's a lot of choices in the grocery store and and one of the things i actually read um, which i had no idea of until i thought about it um when you go grocery shopping try to stay on the perimeter mm. of the grocery store because that's where all the whole foods are mm -hmm. so when you get lost in the aisles is when you kind of like get all the processed foods so if you can keep your way away mm -hmm. from the middle of the store then then you should be good to go you should be good to go yeah go to the perimeter first that's my tip. I like that. The <laughs> perimeter, that's, that's the suggestion we always give, the outside, right? Because right? you got the fruits, mm -hmm. the veggies, fruits, and then veggies. you have some sort of uh, seafood or produce. Totally. And the, I mean, the, the yep. meats. Yep, and all the cheap around. processed stuff goes right in the middle. In the middle, so. dang. Yeah. yeah. So, Michelle, like, yeah. what is some of the most common lifestyle, I guess, changes mm -hmm. that you make with people? I know there's a bunch. Mm -hmm. What, what, what yeah. do you normally see? Um, as far as like my coaching or as far as just in general, like I guess guidelines. In general. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the number one thing is just to move more. Mm -hmm. It's I think it's very underestimated the movement that you make throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And so I think 
little things like going for a walk. You know, if you have a dog, take your dog walking mm -hmm. an extra 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Or if you have a desk job, try to go outside and take a walk. Because what people don't understand, working out is great for you. Building muscle is great for you. Mm -hmm. And you do burn calories. But for the rest of the day, your body is burning calories. But but that comes from non-exercise act. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thermogenesis, which you know of. Um, so your neat activity, which is everything you do aside from your workout, mm -hmm. is really where you burn the majority of your calories. Mm -hmm. So so for those listening, what does neat mm -hmm. stand for? Non-exercise um, activity thermogenesis. Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. <laughs> I just scroll back in my brain really quick. Um, yeah, so that's everything you're doing aside from your workout. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's most important. You know, you don't want to work out and then go sit for 12 hours and say, right. well, I worked out, so I'm good for the day. <laughs> So you want to keep moving and yeah. I think, you know, that's good for longevity too because mm -hmm. you don't want to just be like a couch potato yes. and, and moving actually gives you more energy. Mm -hmm. So um, that's definitely tip number one. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to say in general, don't mm -hmm. do too much too fast. Yes. And that comes in regards to what you're doing as far as working out. So like cardio, you know, t people are like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do a hundred <laughs> minutes of cardio a day and that's all. And, and that's not the way to do things yes. either. And I'm guilty of that. Also, I've been down that path and it doesn't work. So, you know, just come to somewhere like, you know, an establishment like yours, um, and start lifting weights and start really just like incorporating high intensity, um, activities and incorporating a little bit of cardio and mm -hmm. definitely do some weights and doing strength training is going to be more fulfilling and it's going to make you have like a better body composition mm -hmm. and cardio is not going to recomp your body mm. so really start lifting weights <laughs> i love that it's yeah. less music to my ears yes <laughs> and that's something that i had no idea about until recently too mm -hmm. and so you know the last three or four months i've really been just doing weights and mm -hmm. i cut out running so i'm not mm -hmm. running anymore and I've seen incredible progress. So oh. I'm a firm believer in, you know, I love cardio. I mm -hmm. do it for my sanity mm -hmm. sometimes. You know, I walk my dog plenty of times a day yeah. and stuff. Um, but for body recomposition and to get tone, you have to do some weights. So mm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. So fun stuff. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So mm -hmm. that's the two tips that you would give. For lifestyle yeah okay. keep moving don't do too much too fast yeah that's um, a really good one don't do too much too fast because that's yeah. so true because mm -hmm. the person that is gung-ho like yeah, i haven't worked out in eight years yeah. and i'm gonna work out five days a week yeah it's like bro let's just work out one time a week first right, exactly. let's just get your first one mm -hmm. and then let's not overdo it so you can't move for three days exactly right? let's just kind of break it in a little bit you know you might yeah. be a little tight but yeah. you're not going to be like, you know, can't move for three right. days. So I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And that too comes along with like, find a workout that you like, yes. because once working out becomes like something that you don't enjoy, you're not mm. going to do it. Just like finding foods that you don't like, you're not going to eat them. Like you're not going to eat a bunch of vegetables if you don't like vegetables. So, yes. so figure out something that works for you Yes. and then just, you know, incorporate it in small doses and, mm -hmm. and then you'll work up to working out five days a week or, or whatever it is that you feel comfortable. So, um, and then I'll give one more tip. Mm -hmm. um, don't underestimate recovery mm. and you know, I'm guilty of this too, mm -hmm. but take a day off from working out. Mm -hmm. Don't work out seven days a week because you feel like you need to because you ate too much over the weekend or, mm -hmm. you know, don't punish yourself for your food mm. and really just, you know, take the recovery, take the rest day because your body needs it. 
and your body will thank you mm -hmm. for taking a day off. So. I like that. Yeah. Dang, Michelle. So, you know, this is uh, incredible. And people are probably curious, mm -hmm. what do you do for those six days? Because you were saying take the seventh day off. Yeah. So people are curious, like, what, is, what does Michelle right. do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do typically work out mm -hmm. six days a week. Um, sometimes I will surf, mm -hmm. um, but I like to do active recovery. There's mm. never a day where I just sit and veg out on the couch um, just because I feel good moving mm -hmm. and I don't feel like I need to sit on the couch because mm -hmm. I always have so much energy and I don't ever feel that depleted. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I walk my dog, take my dog on plenty of hikes and stuff like that. Um, I love your beagle, by the way. Oh, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. What, what was his name again? Okie. Okie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> joy in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we've had lots of time to bond during COVID. So lots of walks, mm -hmm. lots of exercise. He lost some pounds too. Hey, dogs <laughs> losing weight. I know. People have even said to me like, he's getting skinny. I'm like, yeah, don't give him that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, active recovery is best, you know, just keep your body moving and, mm -hmm. and keep, you know, just keep moving is the key to life. I think, you know, there's a saying, what is the saying? Um, once you, if you slow down, if you never slow down, you never get old. Mm, right i like that so you just keep moving just keep moving and and eating good and having a good growth mindset and mm -hmm. just enjoy the little things of life and you'll be fine Dang, <laughs> michelle oh my gosh you know it's just yeah this is just so crazy like I was, like we were just saying earlier this has just totally. been so fast like yeah. we're heading towards the end yeah. of our podcast and i just want to ask you like mm -hmm. one more question one mm -hmm. final question sure. we like we love asking all of our yes. guests when you hear, what does fighting sickness with fitness mean to you? Oh man, you have, you got it right. Fighting sickness with fitness. The only thing that you can do for yourself is, is take care of your body. Mm. And I think you nailed it. You know, fitness is the key. Once you, like I said, get moving, keep moving, build muscle. Muscle mm -hmm. is the key to longevity. If you ask people, you know, like muscle is what's going to keep you going. So I think you have done everything right. You teach people to come to this community environment where they enjoy being fit and they understand how much it benefits them and gives them much more energy so i think fighting sickness with fitness is exactly what it says you're fighting off sickness with just bettering yourself and mm -hmm. and just moving just move a little bit and yeah Dang. you you nailed it i love that yeah Michelle. you're I doing you this too that. <laughs> yeah we actually uh it's good. protected so yeah good yeah, yeah, because it, really it, it actually it. came up randomly one day. I was working out four mm -hmm. years ago, uh, four four years ago. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, when in doubt, go work out. Oh and yeah, I would say I these that. random things of like, and then the first <laughs> time I jumped on the radio, okay, I don't know why it came up. I was just like, well, check us out at Yanagita. Before we were Yanagita Strength and Fitness, right. For more info, check us out at Yanagita <laughs> Strength and Fitness. We're fighting sickness with fitness. Right. I was like. Oh, that kind of that is actually good. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> and it people are like, people are like, fighting sickness with fitness. Mm -hmm. I, I think I could dig that. Yeah, and, and it's true. Eventually, just yeah. kind of, you know, changing it with eating, recovery, yes. training, yeah. lifestyle, yeah, the, the natural way. And that's why, yeah. like, I we wanted to bring you on board. We're like, dang, yeah. Michelle, like, what you're doing at food is like yeah. the work of like the OGs, right? The oh, Socrates totally. and all these guys. Yeah. And, Food. Yeah, it all comes full circle. My gosh. For sure. Yeah, well, congrats to you. I'm super proud of you. I came here today and kind of blown away by your extra space and what and you've been expansion. doing. Yeah. Yes. 
So I feel like you're doing all the right things. Well, Michelle, thank you. And yeah. one more time, I just wanted to acknowledge you, mm-hmm. Michelle, for sharing what you've done and, yeah. and being transparent and pulling the curtains behind of what, yeah. what went through with the marathon and yes. The, yes. the ER experience totally. and all of your tips and all the growth. And yeah. it's like it's like a re- reinvented Michelle. I, yeah, right? I do. I feel That's, reinvented. Exactly. It's just like a different, it's like a yeah, version. Totally. That's, I feel great. This is the best I've ever felt. incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like I see the Typical me. I love it, Michelle. It's just ball of light, ball of energy, ball of positivity. Yeah, same to you. So, yeah, thank you so much. And for those watching, thank you guys for joining us. Please subscribe. Come on, man. Come on, let's go. All right, guys. Love you guys. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Yay. Let's get a good start to 2021. Woo. Done. <laughs>